Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. Assalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. I begin by praising Allah, by giving thanks to Allah, giving our utmost gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for gathering us on such a beautiful night. Alhamdulillah, out of the many, many blessed nights that I've experienced at Epic, this is absolutely one of the most pinnacle of those moments. Imagine the, the feelings that we, that we get when we pray behind the shuyukh in Mecca and Medina. It's, it's a surreal feeling. It's something that, that can't be described by words. Imagine being there and being led by those leaders and then having one of their teachers in our presence. This is an incredible night. And I, won't, I don't want to go on too long. Inshallah, Sheikh Yasser will, will uh, introduce our esteemed panel of guests. Uh, but alhamdulillah, tonight we're gathered for that reason and also to recognize one of our young uh, Hufad, newest additions to Dar al-Qur'an Hif School. Ibadullah Sayyid, alhamdulillah, finished this morning um, in preparation for tonight. So he finished with Hafiz Mu'adh, who is the student of Sheikh Sajjad, mashallah. Um, and inshallah, you're, you're witnessing, uh, mashallah, three generations of, of uh, teacher and student relation, mashallah. So it, it is a very um, special night. And not to forget another one of uh, Sheikh Sajjad's uh, 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 students, uh, Ibadullah started with Hafiz Abdullah, then finished with Hafiz Mu'adh, mashallah. So it's a very, very uh, uh, beautiful uh, transition, mashallah. So without further ado, I'm going to ask uh, Hafiz Mu'adh to take Ibadullah's final lesson. After that, inshallah, um, Sheikh Yasser will take it from there. Alhamdulillah, Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, Salatu was Salam, Allah Rasulillah, Wala Alihi, Wasahbihi, Woman Wala, Amabad. 
Our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, خَيْرُكُمْ مَنْ تَعَلَّمَ الْقُرْآنَ وَعَلَّمَهَ The best of you, the best of you are those who teach the Qur'an and who learn the Qur'an and teach it to others. These are the best, the khira of the ummah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, أَهْلُ الْقُرْآنِ أَهْلُ اللَّهِ وَخَاصَّتُهُ The people of the Qur'an are the people of Allah and His chosen servants. And our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, أَلْمَاهِرُ بِالْقُرْآنِ مَعَ السَّفَرَةِ الْكِرَامِ الْبَرَرَةِ The one who recites the Qur'an fluently. The one who gives perfection in reciting the Qur'an. So there is a category called Al-Mahir Bil-Qur'an. There is a category called the perfection of the Qur'an. So the one who perfects the Qur'an, he is with the noble emissaries and the angels of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even though he's walking in this world, even though he lives amongst us, his maqam has been written, He is literally a walking angel on this earth. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has preferred this ummah over all other ummahs. Ibn al-Jawzi says that this is the only ummah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed with the memorization of its book. No other ummah was blessed with the hifz of their book other than the ummah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we thank Allah, we thank Allah that alhamdulillah thumma alhamdulillah one of the signs of Islam has always been the production of and the honor of those who have memorized the Quran. In fact, our Prophet wasallam said, إِنَّ مِنْ إِجْلَالِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى A part of honoring Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to show ikram, to show honor to the hamil of the Quran, to the one who has memorized the Quran. Hadith is in Abu Dawood. إِنَّ مِنْ إِجْلَالِ اللَّهِ You want to show honor to Allah? How do you show honor in this world? To whom? You show honor to the people who are holding the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we honor the hufad. We honor the hamala of the kitab of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself praises those who have memorized his book. Allah says in the Quran, This Quran, it is clear verses that Allah has blessed to be protected in the hearts of the people of knowledge. Allah describes the Quran as being carried by the people of knowledge in their hearts. Means it is a, it is a protection and a perfection and an honor when somebody has memorize this book, Allah is saying this is of those who has taken this Quran and Allah will preserve it in this manner. And Alhamdulillah, Thumma Alhamdulillah we are blessed here at Epic at East Plano Center to have a full-time team of producing Hufav. MashaAllah, Tabarakallah every few weeks we turn out new Hufav. We thank Allah for this blessing and I've said many times that really the Barakah that we get from having a Hiv school here and the Barakah we get from constantly our children memorizing the book of Allah and our children reciting the book of Allah, Alhamdulillah, it is that barakah that all of us in this community benefit from. And to add to that barakah tonight in particular, we are especially, especially honored to have in our midst one of the senior uh, experts in the tajweed and the qiraat of the Quran. He, his name might not be a household name, but that is because his speciality is indeed very, very rare. And it's a very advanced speciality. And I refer to my dear Shaykh and my dear teacher, Qadi Bashir Ahmad, Hafidahullah Ta'ala. Qadi Bashir 
There is a story, I have never said this before, I'm going to say it now in front of him, mashallah, and all of you are sitting here. You know, subhanAllah, when I was here before applying to the Jamia Islamiyah, before I applied to the University of Medina, uh, I had already memorized the Quran, and I found out there's something called an ijazah. And when I found out there's something called an ijazah, my mind was blown away. I was 17 years old, I'll never forget the person who told me. And he said to me that, you know, you should get an ijazah. I said, what is an ijazah? He said, an ijazah means you go to somebody who has a direct chain, a silsila, an isnad, back to the Prophet wasallam that you have recited the Quran exactly in that way, generation after generation, a list of continuous names from you, back to the Prophet back to Jibreel, back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My mind was blown. There's something called ijazah, you have a direct chain, where do I get it from? I was in Houston, Texas. They said, this was in 19... What, 90 or something? Nobody has ijazah in Houston, Texas. I said, where can I get ijazah? said, you have to go study ilm. You have to go and study somewhere. There's no ijazah in America. At that time, there was no ijazah in America. So eventually applied to University of Medina. And subhanAllah, as Allah is my witness, subhanAllah, I landed on the 20th of August, 1995. I remember vividly. I landed after Salat al-Dhuhr. One of my father's friends picked me up from the airport, took me to his house. I prayed Asr at his house. I hadn't even stepped foot at the Islamic University. And I prayed Maghrib in the Haram of the Prophet Sallallahu I entered from the Babi Jibreel side, vivid memory. And I hadn't even entered the University of Medina. I had no paperwork from them. I was in my jeans and t-shirt. I'm coming from America. I was in my jeans and t-shirt. And I made dua to Allah. Oh Allah, guide me to the best teacher who will give me ijazah. I knew nobody. Nobody. I didn't know anybody in the Jam Islamiyah. I knew nobody in the Haram. I knew nobody. I entered from, you know, that, the gate next to Jabbab Jibreel and lots of halaqat here and there. And I didn't know who has ijazah, who doesn't have ijazah. I didn't know who's famous, who's not famous. I said, oh Allah, guide me to the Shaykh who will be the best Shaykh for me to teach me Quran and give me ijazah. And I'm looking around, I'm walking, and I'm seeing small groups and halaqat. And for some reason, I keep on walking. And then subhanAllah, I'll never forget, my eyes fell upon our dear Shaykh Bashir. My eyes fell upon him and waqa'a shay fi qalbi. Something came into my heart. This is the person I should approach. I don't know why. I have no idea who he is. I have no idea that he has a reputation. I didn't know this at the time. He doesn't understand English, so I'm going to say some things about him. He is very, very strict. Huh? Not mutashaddid, mutqin. Mutqin, Shaykh. Anta mutqin, mashallah. Okay? He is very mutqin. Not mutashaddid. No, no. Not mutashaddid. He's mutqin. He is one of the strictest. Actually, he is considered to be the strictest Shaykh in the entire Haram al Madani. I didn't know that. Okay, so I walk up to him, August 20th, 1995, t-shirt and jeans, because I don't have a new student, right? And I sit down in front of him, and he just looks at me. What are you doing here, right? And I, I, I didn't speak Arabic fluently, right? I tuti puti Arabic and Urdu, whatever. I said, Sheikh, ana talib jamia islamia. He goes, jamia islamia? I said, I just came now, I landed now. Min when? Min America. He looked at me, America. Okay. أنت تعرف القرآن حافظ القرآن يا شيخ حافظ القرآن يا شيخ حافظ القرآن اقرأ سورة الفاتحة now no by the way before I came to Medina here in America I had already learned تجويد but not to the level of إجازة and I was teaching تجويد to 
small halaqat at the MSA. I was teaching ahkam ghunna, ahkam wudud, ahkam ra. I had a whole done memorized, right? I thought, ah, whatever, I know my tajweed inside out, right? Subhanallah. He found 20 mistakes in Surah Fatiha. I felt like a complete idiot. Wallah, I'll be honest with you. And I thought he's going to reject me. I don't even deserve to be his student, okay? But he said, Khalas, ta'al bukra, come tomorrow. So this was the wind of opportunity. But then he gave me one shart. Because don't wear this pantalon and kameez. Don't wear this pant and shirt, okay? Go get a thobe and topi and wear that, okay? So immediately after Salat al-Isha, I ran to the market. I didn't even, I bought a thobe and everything. And then alhamdulillah, my journey began. And subhanallah, I say this again, not astaghfirullah, but subhanallah. He, he took with me more than one week for Surah Al-Fatiha. He wouldn't let me pass every day correcting Surah Al-Fatiha, Surah Al-Fatiha for an entire week. And then even then, okay, C minus, we'll move on to Baqarah. And subhanAllah, the journey began. The journey began with our Shaykh. I sat with him. SubhanAllah, it is one of the biggest blessings of my life. Wallahi, one of the biggest blessings of my life. That Allah bless me to sit in the Haram al-Madani with our Shaykh Bashir and to recite the Qur'an hifdan inside of the Haram of the Prophet from the beginning to the end at one specific pillar. I know exactly where I sat. Every time I go to Medina, I like to pray there just for the memory's sake. Every day I would come, every day I would wait my turn in line and he would only listen two pages, one page. And there's a reason for this because he wants to separate the talib al-ilm, the one who has sabr from the one who was hasty. He wants to separate. In the beginning, he would listen to only one page a day. And I said, Sheikh, how can I finish one page a day? How can I finish? He goes, no, you have a whole bunch of students. You have to come. Only when you pass 10, 15 juz, then he opens up two, three, four pages. But you have to get to that stage with him. And alhamdulillah, I persisted. More than a year and a half, I sat with the Sheikh and I got Hafs and Shu'bah, the two qiraat from Shatibi and Tayyib. And I began others, but I wasn't able to continue with our Sheikh. And subhanAllah, so much can be said. But to summarize the life of our Sheikh uh, Bashir, uh, Sheikh Bashir was born in Pakistan, raised in Pakistan. He memorized the Qiraats in Pakistan and he recited to one of the senior Qurra, uh, Sheikh uh, Panipatti, who was one of the senior Qurra of Pakistan. Then he came to Medina and he studied with Sheikh Hassan al-Sha'ir, who was the uh, Muqri of Egypt, who was living in Medina before he passed away. The most famous scholar of Qiraat in the 50s was Sheikh Hassan al-Sha'ir. So he recited him in the 60s when he came as a young man to Medina. All 10 Qiraat he recited in all of the different Riwayat and Turuq, I mean it's a bit advanced here, but basically everything you can imagine, he mastered it completely. And he got the highest, one of the highest levels of ijazat in the uh, Qiraat. And uh, he has traveled throughout the world, over 50 countries. He has recited in competitions back in the 70s. Uh, by the way, our Sheikh is almost 90 years old. And I asked him to speak a few words, but he excused himself that he's feeling a bit tired. So he's not, he does not want to, he's not able to speak, but just for the barakah of having him. So he has traveled the world. He has recited in competitions with Qari Abdul Basit Abdul Samad, with uh, Sheikh Al Husari. He has met multiple times, uh, traveled with Sheikh Al Husari. Uh, and of his students, of his students are some of the Imams of the Haram. I'll tell you a story. One day I was sitting in my turn in line, right? And a very large man, very big man came. And our Sheikh never stands up to greet anybody. We greet him and we kiss him on the forehead. This young man came and the Sheikh stood up and kissed him on the forehead. 
And I had no idea who he was. And then he sat down and we, we were neglected completely. We didn't recite that day. Okay, just talking with him. And I got angry. I said to the student, who is this Sheikh? Who is this guy? Because don't you know, this is Sheikh Ali Jabir, the Imam of the Haram. So I said, what's he doing here? He said, Sheikh Bashir is Sheikh. I said, wait, what? Sheikh Ali Jabir studied with Sheikh Bashir? He goes, yes, before Ali Jabir grew up in Medina. When Ali Jabir was a teenager, he would come to Qadi Bashir. And Qadi Bashir was the one who taught Ali Jabir before Ali Jabir was anybody. And eventually, Ali Jabir becomes the Imam of the Haram, subhanAllah. So then he would come and visit Sheikh uh, Bashir to give him ihtiram and to sit with him. That's how I met Sheikh Ali Jabir and subhanAllah we have, I'm humbled to say we have the same ijazah myself and Ali Jabir. And he also taught uh, the Imam of the Haram, uh, Sheikh Hussein al-Sheikh. It is his Sheikh as well. And the Imam of the Haram, Sheikh al-Qasimi, also his Sheikh as well. So multiple Imams of the Haram, uh, Qari Bashir is actually their Sheikh. They go to him for qiraat questions and for issues of tajweed. But because his speciality is so rare and it is so advanced, you know, it's not something something that you know he's not a household name but those who know know and one of the I should say the biggest blessing that our Qadi Sheikh has which is really something that's why he is here and we should just get Barakah from him he is the he has the record in our times amongst the living scholars for the longest time frame of a Sheikh teaching and reciting in the Haram of Medina in the Masjid of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he has continuously taught for 60 years 60 years he is teaching inside of the haram of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam unless he is sick or traveling like today he's not going to teach right otherwise i am a witness and all of his students are witnesses rain or sunshine doesn't matter there is no such thing as holiday for our sheikh no such thing he is always there teaching and he doesn't get any money for this. It's just our du'as and barakah. He does not. He has a business on the side. He does not. He says, I don't want to get money from this. He is 60 years volunteering with, of course, permission. He has permission to teach. He has, a, you know, the decree to teach and the ijazah that he gets, it is testified in the haram of Medina. So for 60 years he has been teaching. So really it is an opportunity just to have the barakah, you know, of the, uh, of the sheikh in our presence and to just, you know, allow him to make du'a for us. Uh, he has visited America a few times. He came to uh, New York and then to Detroit with our Miftah brothers. Um, uh, the, 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 where's our Qadi Sab, Mufti Sab? He's in the audience, he doesn't want to be. Okay, so he came with the Miftah Institute. I said to the Sheikh, I'll come visit you in Detroit. He goes, no, I want to see your masjid. I want to see your community. So he is here to see all of you. And he's here to see uh, the community. So alhamdulillah, we, uh, we uh, welcomed him today, alhamdulillah. And uh, when I hand it over to, we have, mashallah, uh, Mufti Asim Rashid as well. Mufti Asim Rashid is one of the senior teachers uh, in the Miftah Institute. And he's also uh, a graduate of uh, Darul Uloom. And so I wanted to hand it over to him as well to talk a little bit about the blessings of the Quran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Nahmadullah al-Aliya al-Azim. Wa nusalli wa nusallimu ala rasulihin nabiyu al-Kareem. Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in amma ba'd. 
Ulama say that the greatest miracle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the greatest miracle bestowed upon him was the Book of Allah. It is the ever-abiding, everlasting miracle of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where all miracles appear in the form of incidents and events, occurrences, miraculous things happening, and then when they end, they end. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave this ummah a miracle that would stay with them until Yawm Al-Qiyamah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has in his book spoken about the greatness of this book. And if we were to just spend a little bit of time hearing what Allah has to say about the Qur'an, it is enough for us to become attached to the Qur'an and to approach the Qur'an. From the beginning of the Qur'an to the end, you will see repeated descriptions of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In some places, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that this Qur'an, tilka ayatul kitabil mubin, this is a book that is very clear. Mubin means that it's clear in and of itself, and also that it clarifies many things. Some places Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّهُ لَقُرْآنٌ كَرِيمٌ this is a very noble recitation. Innahu la Quranun Majid. This is something worthy of great reverence. It is something sacred. It must be revered. Filohim Mahfuz. It is protected there. No one can tamper with it. Wa innahu la kitabun aziz. La yaatihil baltilu min baini yadehi wala min khalfi. Tanzilum min hakim min hamid. This is a book that is very aziz. Some Mufassireen said that Aziz here means it is very beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And others said that this is a book that overpowers, overwhelms all other books. Once this comes, there is no need for other books. And it has been protected from falsehood, min bayni yadayhi wa min khalfi, from before, from after, from its words, from its meanings, from all aspects, it has been protected. Kitabun uhkimat ayatuhu thumma fussilat. Its verses were fortified. Uhkimat means made very, very strong. Minaddakhali wal khalali wal batil. Ibn Jarir al Tabri rahmahullah says. From every kind of falsehood, for anyone trying to tamper with it, for any kind of false meaning entering into it, this Quran has been protected and fortified against that. And then, ثُمَّ فُصِّلَتْ آيَاتُ Then its verses were explained. The Qur'an explains the Qur'an and the Prophet ﷺ explains the Qur'an. These are the two most sound sources of understanding what the Book of Allah says. Al-Qur'an يُفَسِّرُ بَعْضُهُ بَعْضًا This Qur'an explains itself because it is mutashabihan, mathani. There are verses that refer to other verses, verses that resemble other verses. Topics are repeated in different ways, in different tones, in different words, with different lengths, in different contexts, to make things clear and easy to understand for even the simplest person. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the mandate to explain to mankind what is in this book لِتُبَيِّنَ لِلنَّاسِ مَا نُزِّلَ إِلَيْهِمْ وَلَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَفَكَّرُونَ So that you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, can explain to them what has been revealed. ثُمَّ إِنَّ عَلَيْنَا بَيَانَةً And that explanation that comes through Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also comes from Allah. 
When the Quran used to be revealed, the Prophet ﷺ used to try to recite quickly to keep up with it. Kind of like if when someone tells you their number for you to memorize, you'll repeat it a couple of times. You'll say it quickly in your mouth so that you don't forget it. So the Quran was revealed in such a way that sometimes one verse, sometimes a part of a verse, sometimes a passage, sometimes many, many verses were revealed all at once. The Prophet ﷺ would try to keep up with them by reciting it quickly as the verse is being revealed. Allah SWT says, you don't need to do that. You don't need to move your tongue quickly to keep up with it. This is not a feat of human memory. This is not a memorizing feat that you will achieve through your intelligence. No, no. It is our responsibility, it is our duty to collect it all in your heart. It's not going to go anywhere. And then you're wondering how will you be able to recite it? We will make you recite it. سَنُقْرِئُكَ فَلَا تَنْسَى Don't worry, we will make you write it and you won't for, we will make you recite it and you won't forget. فَإِذَا قَرَأْنَاهُ فَاتَّبِعْ قُرْآنَ As we are revealing it, just follow along. Just follow along. Just follow along. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you will recite it and what does this mean what is the message we will give you that message we will give you the explanations so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has called this book nuram mubina it is a very clear nur and the fact that it is nur is was enough the fact that it is nur is enough because nur is enough to dispel the darkness the moment you turn on the lights in a building or in a room or in a hall, the darkness disappears. It has no choice but to disappear. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, this is a nur that makes things very, very clear. Today we speak about the darkness. The Qur'an is here. In fact, the Qur'an is the only thing that can remove the darkness of batil, of wrong beliefs, wrong practices, wrong ethics, morals, lifestyles, patterns, choices, the Qur'an is here to dispel all of those darkness. Allah says, I gave you this book I gave you this book to take mankind out of the darkness and bring them into the light. This is the greatest gift of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to us. It is guidance. It is explanation. It is elucidation. It is huda. Hada huda. This is a guidance. Ibn Jarir says, that wherever Allah uses the word Huda for the Qur'an, He means this is two things. One is this will keep you away from deviance. Hudam min al-dalala. The second thing is this is an explanation for anything you need to know. Whatever you need to know is here. But you need to fulfill certain conditions in order to access that guidance. Because it is after all, Hudan wa bushra lil mu'mineen. Hudan wa rahmatun lil muhsineen. Hudan lil muttaqeen. The guidance is there, but certain attributes have to be brought out in order to access that guidance. The guidance is there. In the general sense, in the fact that it's accessible to everyone, it's hudan lil nas. It's a guidance for all of mankind. But who will actually guide? Who will actually take that guidance? Who will take the guidance? There are some people that... When they're giving directions, they'll just tell you where to go. If we get lost here, we're newcomers just visiting, passing through the city. We ask someone directions how to get here. So one way they might be able to guide us is just give us the directions. Go here, turn on this road, go there, and it'll be there on your left side. Okay, we understood. 
Is there a chance that we can get lost? Yes, because we don't know the way. The second way you can guide someone is say, oh, you're going to the masjid? I'm going there too, let me take you. Now there's almost no possibility of you getting lost. That's the type of guidance that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared for us if we are ready to access it. He will take us there. He will not just show us as-sirat al-mustaqeem. He will take us to as-sirat al-mustaqeem. So when we see these types of programs going on and young children memorizing the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and reciting it, this is something that is so heartwarming and it is so encouraging. It gives us hope that our deen will remain preserved in the hearts and in the lives of our future generations. This is the greatest hope. And of course, with the Quran comes many responsibilities. We beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to fulfill the haq and the duties of the Quran. Our Shaykh Bashir Hafidhullah, he's been saying throughout this trip that there are three basic rights that every Muslim must fulfill in respect to the Quran. The first is to recite it properly, which is his area, area of expertise, absolute expertise. Reciting it correctly. The second thing is understanding what this, what this Quran is saying, what the message of this book is. And the third is to convey its message to other people. These are the basic duties that we have to fulfill in regards to the book of Allah. And if we do so, then the Quran can become the greatest plaintive, the greatest intercessor in the favor of the believer. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the Quran intercede in our favor and save us Amen. from his displeasure. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala open up our hearts to the meanings and the beauties of his book and enable us to live the life that he has presented in his book. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Jazakumullah khair. Inshallah, let's finish off with a quick recitation from Shaykh Abdullah Khan. Shaykh Abdullah Khan and then our Shaykh Bashir will make a concluding dua, inshallah. So Shaykh Abdullah, inshallah, if we can recite and then we'll have the dua. Jazakumullah khair. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألف لام ذلك الكتاب لا ريب فيه هدى للمتقين ذلك الكتاب لا ريب فيه هدى للمتقين الذين يؤمنون 
الْغَيْبِ وَيُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةِ وَيُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةَ وَمِمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ وَيُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةَ وَمِمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ وَالَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِمَا وما أنزل من قبلك والذين يؤمنون بما أنزل إليك وَبِالْآخِرَةِ هُمْ يُوقِنُونَ أُولَئِكَ عَلَى هُدًى مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ أُولَئِكَ عَلَى هُدًى مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ وَأُولَئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ الْعَظِيمُ السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. وعد نصيحة أبنة سلي أشياء كلمات حديث قرآن سلي أبنة. مين أبسى إك سؤال كرنا جاتاون. أُسْكَ مُجَدَّ جَوَابَ جَاهِيَ. أَبْ أَبْنِي لِيَ أَبْنِي أَوْلَادِ كِلِيَ أَبْنِي مُسْلِمَانُ كُلِّ أَوْلَادِ كِلِيَ مُسْتَقِبِلْ كِلِيَ كَيَسُوْجَرِيَ. Our Sheikh is saying that he wants to ask you a question, if you don't mind. What are you thinking about the future for yourselves and your children over here? What is your uh, vision for the future? <laughs> Somebody else want to answer?
ዘነት ማቶ ይህ schools, universities, and colleges that have the entire curriculum of the country along with Islamic scholarship, he pointed to the people on his side, but you have better people, along with Islamic studies and the secular studies together, that's going to preserve your children. Why is the ummah in the state that it is right now? Look, Maharam, eating haram and the internal uh, fighting and rivalry between people. And also that the majority of people are not caring about the Quran. They have no interest in the Quran. So, so the Sheikh is saying the Quran has three rights that you recite it properly, you understand it, and you act upon it. And then, and then he said that hardly anybody recites the Quran properly. Even many of the scholars, much less the average people, they cannot even recite Surah Al-Fatiha properly. And he said that reciting the Quran with Tajweed, some people say it is mustahab. He goes, no, it is wajib, it is wajib, it is wajib. You must recite the Quran with Tajweed. You must learn the recitation of the Quran. And he gave the example, if you mess up in Tajweed, you mess up the meaning. So if a person's name is Abdul Karim, and he doesn't recite the Ayn, and he recites the Ayn as a Hamza, Abad al-Karim, it changes the whole meaning. So he says that you have to learn to recite the Quran with Tajweed. It is obligatory on every single Muslim. Uh, and he says it's very painful that the majority of Muslims cannot even recite their Fatiha properly. He apologizes if he comes off as very harsh, but he says that the truth is that if I listen to a lot of people with Fatiha, I think only a few of them will pass according to him, and I will tell you that it's true. Very few people will pass, okay? I'll 
الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم متعنا بأسماعنا وأمصارنا وخواتنا أبدا ما أحييتنا اللهم استرنا فوق الأرض وارحمنا تحت الأرض واغفر لنا يوم الأرض اللهم صرنا بسترك الجميل الذي سترت به نفسك ولا عين تراك ستر العرش مسبول علينا وعين الله ناظرة إلينا بحول الله لا يخذر علينا الله خير حافظا وهو ارحم الراحمين الله خير حافظا وهو ارحم الراحمين الله خير حافظا وهو ارحم الراحمين يا مسبب الأسباب يا مفتح الأبواب يا سامع الأسوات يا مجيب الدعوات يا خاضي الحاجات اكفنا بحلالك عن حرامك وأغننا بفضلك من سواك اللهم صرنا فوق الأرض وارحمنا تحت الأرض واغفر لنا يوم الأرض اللهم اللهم ارزقنا صحة ولا فيها ولا وزارة اللهم ارزقنا صحة ولا فيها ولا وزارة اللهم ارزقنا رزقا حلالا واسعا مباركا طيبا اللهم ارزقنا رزقا حلالا واسعا مباركا طيبا اللهم ارزقنا خدمة القرآن وخدمة خلق خدمة مقبولة اللهم ارزقنا خدمة القرآن وخدمة خلق خدمة مقبولة اللهم ارزقنا خدمة القرآن وخدمة خلق خدمة مقبولة اللهم ارزقنا رزقا حلالا واسعا مباركا طيبا اللهم افتح لنا أبواب التيسير، اللهم افتح لنا أبواب التيسير، اللهم افتح لنا أبواب التيسير، اللهم افتح لنا أبواب الخير، اللهم افتح لنا أبواب الخير، اللهم أغلق علينا أبواب الشر، اللهم أغلق علينا أبواب الشر، اللهم افتح لنا أبواب الرزق واسع من الحلال، اللهم ارزقنا رزق أبواب الرزق واسع من الحلال. ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وأدخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين اللهم احفظ المسلمين سنة في كل مكان اللهم احفظ المسلمين سنة في كل مكان اللهم احفظ المسلمين سنة في كل مكان ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين الله تعالى يتبتشك أمره بركة تفرمه اللي يتكرك إفادة فرمه إسكو أتشاء إنسان بناه السلام عليكم جزاكم الله خیر شیخ صاحب اللہ تعالیٰ آپ کو حفاظت میں رکھے اللہ تعالیٰ آپ کو بچائے اللہ تعالیٰ آپ کی زندگی میں اطالت فرمائے اور اللہ تعالیٰ آپ کو مبارک حینما کنت بنا انشاءاللہ جزاکم اللہ خیر شیخ انشاءاللہ جزاکم اللہ خیر اللہ بھی انشاءاللہ as well we will see you all on Friday we also have an event the sheikh is coming and then on Saturday we have our fundraiser انشاءاللہ we'll see you then جزاکم اللہ خیر السلام علیکم ورحمت اللہ وبرکاتہ Brothers and sisters, there's, there's dessert on your way out. Please don't forget to grab your dessert. It's from Brother Nizamuddin, the family of Ibadullah. They brought desserts for everyone, so please enjoy yourselves. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.